Welcome to the Zenfulness Podcast. I'm sitting down with Keith Newman. He's a good friend of mine. And today we're going to explore some of the ideas from his Mindset Mastery course and different ideas and topics that he has. So to start this off first, I'm going to let Keith give a little intro of himself and talk a little bit about himself. So... Okay, yeah, well, first of all, I'd like to say, you know, thank you for having me, Jeremy. Um, you know, it's it's always a pleasure. Um, and with that, you know, I guess I can just jump right into it. Um, you know, me, myself, um, I'm a 23-year-old entrepreneur, um, you know, born and raised Calgary, Alberta. You know, I've had the pleasure of growing up with, with Jeremy and... Uh, uh, basically, you know, what, what I'm about these days is really just, you know, helping people develop an indomitable mindset. Um, so what do you mean by that, though? So why is mindset important to you? Uh, well, for me, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what, what, what is an indomitable mindset, right? So indomitable basically means, like, undominatable. So you cannot be dominated. Your mindset is unconquerable. And... For me, I think that's so powerful just because your mindset is the one variable that you bring with you into every situation, right? So everyone has circumstance. Um, everyone, you know, has different situations that occur to them or because of them. But, you know, your mindset is the one thing that won't change, right? So, so you know, if you had some concrete examples, so like what does an indomitable mindset look like? Okay, so an indomitable mindset, in my opinion, is, is you know, being able to go into a situation where you're uncomfortable, unfamiliar, and um, using your past experiences to always, you know, find some sort of ground that you can stand on um, that you're able to, you know, kind of battle and, and conquer any situation through having an indomitable mindset. So, I mean... Every like every every situation you're going to be faced with in life, um, you're going to have your mindset as a tool with you that you can use, mm. right? And that's true because your mindset is the one thing you can bring around with you. Yeah, uh, totally. Especially as an adult too, like you really have to be in control of the emotional of your own emotions. Totally. I mean, it could be it could be family, it could be with your career, um, you know, any capacity of you know your life can benefit from having a solid foundation of your mindset, right? Um, obviously, I think it, it, me it can mean something a little different for everyone. But, you know, the definition of mindset is really just um, your views and opinions on, on, on certain things, right? That's a mindset. Your mindset towards this or that mm -hmm. is really just your views on it, right? So imagine having your views in general based on your value system being strong right so your brain is a muscle like and so is your mindset so you can build up your mindset build up your your focus and your presence so that you know every situation you're faced with you have that mindset there and you're able to you know apply it in every situation so that's why i think that yeah that's you know, every, that's deep that's every, that's everyone crazy. everyone can benefit from you know having a powerful mindset so sure. like why did you dive into this is there a reason behind getting into this mindset stuff or what triggered you into this? Cause I don't think this is really normal for like the average person to talk about mindset and stuff like that. So like, how'd you get into this? Oh uh, dude, I think for me it was, it was all personal. Like I had to do it because you know, through the different adversities, you know, I faced in my life, 
Um, so what were I some of those adversities, well, if you don't mind? Well, you know, going into a big thing for me was, you know, be, not finishing high school, being a grade 10 dropout. Um, I was defined by a lot of people, um, their expectations for me and my mindset was... So did was, that, in a sense, kind of... Sorry to cut you off, but did that kind of, like, hold you back, saying, like, well, because I, you dropped out, you weren't, like, smart enough? Well, or, yeah, like, you basically. You doubted yourself? Or? Basically, I doubted myself because I let other people impact my mindset, right? So my mindset and my value system was based on other people's opinions of me. And I let... I owned that as my own. But realistically... Um, you know, I was able to really grow as a person and tackle more challenges when I learned to um, not own other people's value systems and opinions, right? So now um, I don't own anything that's not, like, self-derived. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, somebody could say something to me and it will deflect, right? Like, I won't own it as mine because a lot of people have their story that they tell themselves or something that was told to them that they own as their own. And it's simply, like, as easy as just putting it down. Like, I don't have to own this definition of myself. I don't have to own being a grade 10 dropout because some people called me that. I might be that, but I don't have to own that as my mentality, right? I am a high school dropout. That's not going to change. Yeah, but, but I'm not going to define myself by you. it. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Exactly. So, I mean, other people might define me as, as this, that, or the other thing. And it might be super positive, right? But my self-confidence um, is built on my own mindset now. Yeah, right. That's so I mean, kind of, kind of to go back what you were, what you were asking me is like, you know, uh, it was out of necessity, right? So all the things that I teach and you know I try and you know instill in others are situations and problems that I faced myself. So you know, being a high school dropout, you know, while other people were in university and in college, I spent my you know nineteen to twenty two um, trying different careers, you know. Most people, by the time they're my age, are just getting out of university and they're getting into their first career. I've had, you know, four different, very different Career careers, paths, like yeah. gone full in. And like, you know, a lot of people are, are, you know, it's viewed in high regard, like some of the things that I've done. But Yeah, because you were a planner at one point, then you became yeah. a speaker and like yeah, you got I've, into... Yeah, you know, financial advising, marketing, you know, being a speaker, having an e-commerce store, trading stocks... Dude, even, you know, when I was younger, like, you know, selling drugs and being yeah. a hustler on the streets, like I've, I've, got, I've had a lot of adversity and, you know, bef before it, like I said, the mindset, it came out of necessity of having to battle through these things on my own. You know, so I didn't, I didn't have a teacher. Then you know? in a sense, would you say that you're saying the mindset that you used to have, I guess, or maybe you still do is, is in a, in a way the same thing holding you back, like the same thing that gave you all this pain and trauma was in your mind essentially, right? Because all these ideas, like you being a high school dropout, not being good enough, was kind of working against you. And then did you have to get into this mindset mindset stuff to shift that? Uh, no, it was it was actually a mistake. So I, you know, earlier on when I was first becoming a planner, um, it was really derived from building my self-worth around the opinions of others. So I literally got into financial planning just to prove to people that, you know, I wasn't a, an idiot, basically. You know, I wanted to prove all the people that, that judged me when I dropped out that I could be successful, right? But as I, you know, the day-to-day, -day, I started to own it for myself. Mm -hmm. And that was really the, the, the paradigm shift for me is when I was like, okay, 
you know, I started doing this for other people, but now that I'm in it, I, I was starting to do it for myself. And I, um, I had a great teacher there at Freedom 55 as a planner, and he really taught me the power, some of the most valuable lessons I have. So what um, were so, some of those lessons? So that would be patience and presence. And, um, you know, learning those things, being present, um, allowed me to, to truly appreciate the value of a growth mindset. So that's when I really started developing my mindset. So around when I was 20 years old, started reading books, you know, that's yeah. when I finally, you know, had access to teachers and mentors through books and through, you know, physical mentors right in front of me. And, and that's when I really realized the, you know, the power of just um, compound knowledge, right? Um, I know I'm going to butcher this, but there's a there's a Japanese proverb that you know basically says you know um, the the value of a master is how many students surpassed him, right? So mm -hmm. taking that knowledge and building on top of it, taking what the teachers of old learned. And being able to learn it and then build on top of it. That's how we got to where we are today in society, right? So it's like, for me, it's like I want to take those challenges that I had to face by myself and what all those things I had to learn, package it up and just give it to people and, and you know, just just prepare them and, and equip them with, with enough things that they can, you know, surpass me and just be, become like the best people that they can be, right? And it's like a chain reaction, like being able to help a million people who will in turn go and help a million people each. You know what I mean? That's, that's really how the world changes and how the world spins and how, you know, a hundred years from now, everyone around us is going to live a better lifestyle because of the, the decisions that, you know, people, people are making today to just better themselves and be, be better than the people before us, you know? Yeah. That, that's, that, that's powerful, man. Like, so Keith, is there anything that you do on a daily basis for your mindset, for your mentality different habits or things like that um totally so i think um one of the big things that was really powerful for me was powerful for me was practicing gratitude um so on a daily basis um being grateful for what i have um being grateful for you know opportunity for sure but also just being grateful for like the, the the little things right just being grateful for life being grateful for you know friends and family and and things like that and then through that you know once you once you are grateful and you have this value system established you know then it, then the next step for me was really about being present in the moment mm -hmm. so you know when I'm, I'm showing gratitude and value towards my friends and family and things that are important to me that I'm able to show up and be present there with those things and be able to show my appreciation and to be able to, you know, be fulfilled in that capacity. Because I think that being present and showing up is so important. Like you can be there, you know, you can be there with your family watching football, but you're not, but actually, you're not there, actually there. Yeah. You could be just on your phone doing whatever, or you could be trying to work and you're not actually present in there. Right. You, you know, if you're going to spend time with your, your kid, you know, be there present, right? If mm -hmm. you're going on a date, you know, with, with your with your husband or wife, just being there present with them, you know, so whatever it is you're doing, you know, being appreciative and being present there in the moment, you know, that's really the keys to having like a, a fulfilling mindset, right? Being able to grow because then once you know what, what you value, you know, then you're able to truly work towards what's important in your life, right? And that's growth right there is, is having that clear vision, of where you want to, to work towards, right? And having the value there so that you know that's what you want. 
And then just applying patience, right? So patience, massive mindset key is being able to be patient and work towards things that are are high up in your value system, right? Yeah, like I, I told the jury, like I just want to go back to the gratitude and staying present and just add that sometimes, let's say you're going through a rough patch or you're dealing with like trauma and stuff like that. And sometimes the only way to release that stuff or release that baggage is to just show gratitude and then just get present to the moment. Because usually when you're very present, when you're doing like playing an intense sport or like going on a crazy hike or out in nature or just having like a good conversation or good times with your friends, you kind of like get out of your head and you're just there. And all the other stuff kind of fades away. And I think that's really important with developing an unbeatable mindset because the more that you're present the more you can take action and get out of your head, you know? Like, I feel that that's a major problem these days because, like, usually we're always overstimulated with, like, Twitter, social media, Facebook, Instagram, right? And then there's the other side of it, which is, like, or unconscious. Totally. I mean, you know, I've I've really been trying to get into, you know, being present Um, because I find it so valued just because, you know, how often do you are, is your head clear right so, so even to get you, into your presence do you like meditate like how how, how do you get into presence for me you know meditating is powerful because it helps clear your mind or you you practice clearing your mind um but for me it's like you can practice being present at any moment right for example being in a in a in a communication with somebody and not thinking about what you're saying and thinking about what they're saying and when they finish then then speaking to report like instead of listening to reply you listen to understand right yeah so in any situation being there and analyzing it and then you know having that empty that space you know it's it, it it takes practice right like even when you first try and be present and you're thinking and you're just trying to clear your mind it, you might only be able to be truly present for a couple seconds at a time before you start thinking about another thing, right? You start, something pops up in your head. Like if, if you were to just be quiet right now, pause the podcast and just sit there and be quiet and try and not think of anything. Yeah. If you weren't practiced at it, you'd start thinking of something in the first three seconds, right? So it's like, I like how you brought up sports and things like that because that is true presence, Right. You know, and it goes back to our, our primal our primal inhabitants, right? So when you know, when we were hunter gatherers in, in the jungle and in the woods hunting, you know, <laughs> there's no thought, you know, and that was that was, you know, the the, the greatest, you know, creators, um, you know, the artists, the athletes, um, you know, they're in they're in flow, they're in right? Flow, they're not yeah, thinking. They're not thinking, right? They're acting, they're going off instinct. And it it's you know, it's a state, right? When you're up in your head, you know, that's not natural in a sense, right? There's a, there's a, there's a book on it um, called Thinking there's- Fast and Slow, right? So it's a, it's a book on psychology and it talks about, you know, system one and system two, um, the different capacities in your brain. So system one would be your instinctual, reactionary, um, no thought brain. And then system two is your brain that, is like the backup, right? So that's your actual, like, breaking down your analytical side, right? And realistically, 
you know, you think that your 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 system too is in control, like your thoughts, your conscious, but really your decisions are ninety five percent based on your subconscious, your system one, your automatic response, right? So being able to respond quickly and being you know in a state of of flow and presence allows you to 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 be your truest self mm-hmm. and allow your 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 creative flow and your mindset, your courage, your confidence, and and everything to just flow through. Yeah, to just flow through. Like, another thing is, too, like, yeah, there's so many drives that power our thoughts and our emotions, right? So, with human beings, we have biological drives. So, you, like, you're hungry. That triggers you. That gives you a certain emotion. You're sleepy. We also have, like, drives from society, stuff like that. Drives from, like, social pressure, just different types of things on us. Drives from our own ego, like you want to have the most money, you want to be better than everyone around you. Like, there's so many drives that influence our emotions and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I think, how do you deal with stuff like that? So let's say you have negative emotions or positive emotions. How? What do you do with that? I'm kind of, I'm, I'm curious. Um, for me, you know, I think it's really important to to have an analytical standpoint, right? So when you separate but yourself from, from do you your feel emotion, like? Because I know with the self development stuff, sorry, but when you get too analytical into it, it is really like robotic. You know, it's not really well. That's a thing, human like, and that, yeah, it's well. That's a thing. You're still overthinking it in a sense, right? So when you think about emotion, you don't have to own your emotion. Right, because your emotion. No, but sometimes isn't it good to just be a little pissed? Like, oh like, yeah, you, no, you get you, mad, you like you have, kick the tires. You like, can have your emotion. Like sometimes like, you want to get mad, and sometimes you want to get happy. Like, oh, that's totally, stuff, but, totally, and that's you know that's that's being human. But at the same time, you know, there's that thing, that capacity where you're like, okay, you know, I'm not like this anger is natural. There's a reason for it, but you also can realize that it's going to pass that it might not be rational and that people own their emotions, right? So it's like you might have an emotion, but you don't have to own it as your own, right? It can be oh, a tr- okay. it can be triggered from something else and and when you stop owning your emotions, you're able to 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 have a lot more control over your mind, right? So I still get like it's not like I don't get sad, I don't get mad, I don't yeah. get happy. But I'm able to control them when they pop up. Oh, I'm mad because somebody cut me off. You know, well, it's easy for me to realize, like, okay, you know, I'm mad because of, you know, my past experiences, you know, the environments I've been in before. You know, maybe I was conditioned to, you know, get mad because that's what I, why it was shown by maybe a family member who, when they drove, when I was young with them, always got mad because they got cut off. Mm-hmm. So then I own that emotion as my own. Right, but I can just simply put it down and say this doesn't serve me. I don't. I don't need to own this emotion. And then from there, dude, you can you can assert control over your mindset. And then bad emotions when they come, you can you can just put them down, right? And you yeah. can hold more valuable emotions, right? It's not about being emotionless, but it's about being in control and seeing where the where they derive from. What's the root? Why am I feeling this? And then from there, you're in control because if you know why then you know how, how, why you feel these things and how these emotions are, are, are brought up. And then you can start controlling the triggers like, okay, you know, I get mad because, you know, maybe, 
you know, my friend treats me this way. Mm-hmm. You know, well, maybe maybe you can separate yourself from this or maybe you can, you know, let them know. And then, you know, you're not putting yourself in situations to trigger emotions that you, that aren't serving you. Mm-hmm. So that, it goes back to having, you know, a mindset that's indomitable, right? So not even emotions can sidetrack you. So having a, a mindset that is in aware of its surroundings at all times. And it's like, like it's mindset mastery, right? But your subconscious and, and like the human psyche is never ending. Like you could never learn everything about yourself. You could never truly master. Like there's no one who's hundred percent mindset master. There's no, like that there'll never be. And that's why it's so beautiful because you can always learn more about yourself. Yeah, you can always learn more about you know being the best version of yourself. You can always learn about different things about yourself that you can work and improve on, and you know, just live the most fulfilling life that you can. Right? Yeah, and that's interesting too because there's actually a guy named Osho. I don't know if you follow him. I think he's on Netflix or something like that. Uh, his name's Osho. He's one of like these Osho. meditation like spiritual guys, but he always talks about how. Uh, you can't really attain like mindset mastery or like enlightenment, right? Quote unquote enlightenment. It's like, it's, it's, it's more, no, it's more of a realization. Yeah. It's something that you already have. Um, so I guess my next question is what is your mindset mastery? Why did you create that? Uh, because I feel that, you know, it's, it's just such a powerful tool. Like if you have that, it's like, it's like a Swiss army knife. Like you can use it in every situation. And I think that like, so not like everyone could use it, but I feel like, you know, people. So for those of you, mindset mastery is a mastermind group that Keith uh, started where it takes about 12 students, pairs them into groups of four and takes them through a two month course about developing their mindset, everything from courage to, uh, conquering fears, uh, being aware of yourself, all the way to like planning and developing, pretty much developing a growth mindset. Yeah, it's really derived around a growth mindset. So, you know, for me, you know, I'm I make a lot of my content around solving problems that I faced. You know what I mean? And so, I know that there's a lot of people, especially around you know my age and Jeremy's age, that. You know, I don't want to limit it to that, but there's people who are who are my age that that I know are feeling the same way that I felt just a year ago, or even sometimes I still deal with today. And it's like I just wanted to 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 serve them, right? Because this this knowledge, some of it was so widely accessible for so long. It was common knowledge, and now it's like people don't even you know understand the capabilities of their own mind and they limit themselves, right? So for me, it was all about getting these tools in as many people's hands as possible so that everyone can have a growth mindset. Because when when you're equipped with a growth mindset, there's no more limits on your life. Like so, the, the human capability to grow, once you decide that you're, you, like, you can grow, like talent and intellect is not a fixed trait that you can just build it up based on just how much effort you put in, Dude, it literally makes people limitless in every mm. capacity. So I'm going to throw a weird one at you because this is something that I kind of, I'm kind of struggling with now. I want to get your advice on it. But with all this like self-development and this mindset stuff, 
do you ever feel that like there's just no end to it like as much you can learn so much with it but it's never ending and don't you doesn't it does it ever stress you out or like you're always trying to progress yourself you're always trying to get these wins and like what's the point do you ever do you ever get that thought i get that thought all the time actually like i always feel like what's the point in doing all this like is it worth it i think for me like well there, there, there's a quote that basically says the day you stop learning is the day you die but why do you have to keep learning like it's why is that important to you because to me well i mean because i it, really think it depends on how you look at it right why would you want to stop learning, though? Well, m- maybe you just want to spend your time on sub- something else, right? Because not everyone necessarily wants to get into this mindset stuff, wants to get into this... Because it is a little bit niche, you know? Okay, but so imagine something like this. You know, a lot of people go to the gym, right? And they're like, they set this goal for themselves. They're like, I want to I wanna lift this much weight or I want to lose mm-hmm. this much weight. And it's like, dude, every single time... They keep going. They hit their goals. They don't stop, dude. Right? Because it's not it's not about the the destination. It's all life is a journey. Yeah, but life's it's life's an adventure. Part of it too is also that person wants something, like get something out of going to the gym and being healthy. Like at the same time you could have a totally opposite person who cares nothing about fitness or the gym. That's not even on their radar. They want something totally different. Like, I want to become a great chef. So they'd spend their time focusing on that. Yeah. Right? Whereas the the thing I kind of see with mindset is, like, no matter what position you're in, in the fitness or working as a chef or an accountant, you're still going to use your mind, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a capacity, you know, there is a limit for every person that's different. Like, for me, I would never stop. But some people don't always have to be taking it in at such a high rate. Like, for me, like, if, dude, if you have an incredibly powerful growth mindset, you know, you don't have to, to like, you can put your time into living an all-around life, right? I love what Grant Cardone says, people, about how he talks about balance. People are looking for balance in life when it's like, dude, I'm just looking to live life, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to just have, you know, a good family, and not and have my career suffer you know i want to have a good family life be healthy have a great career you know be philanthropic you know give back and be able to serve and it's like you know to be able to do a lot of those things the first step is having that growth mindset and but being it, able to you think you know, part of that is because you want all those things to feel happy right like because what's the point in getting those things if let's say you were already happy is there a point so do you think it's part of that well, is what, kind well, of the same thing to feel that? That's a different question for every single person. Every single person is going to have a different answer to that. Some might, somebody might be okay with just living on the beach and being self-sufficient and living, you know, on, by, by their own means on the beach. Whereas for me, you know, I want to, you know, I have a vision of what what my optimal family life would be. Mm-hmm. You know what the career would look like, and that's going to be different for everyone, right? So I mean, I can't really, I can't say, but um, but I mean, yeah, like in terms of growth mindset, yeah, there's going to be a point where you know you can sit. Back. A good example would be you know Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. These guys are still they're reading more now than they've ever read. Yeah, 
right? So they're just constantly trying to take in new information because, I mean, it's what, what it, it's almost an obligation at some point, right? Because when you know it's there, you know, and it's in your it's in your capability to do it. But don't like, you if you think can do can it, you must of, do it. Like, don't you think that can, in some cases, be a double double edged sword? Like, once you get into it, you can't really go back. I mean, yeah, you're not like in anything in life, dude. There, there's like a like an initial barrier, right? So you have to overcome. Like, you have to get the minimum, right? Like, if you are not in a growth mindset at all, you have to get to a certain point, right? And then from there, you can scale back, right? Like, but I mean, that, that, that's a, a question for every person, right? Like for me, I would never want to, like, if anything, I would scale forward. I want to learn as much as I can and become the best person I can because success is your duty and your obligation. Like if you can, you must, right? If you can, you must. And basically what that means is like, if you could help 10,000 people and you know you can, but you don't, that's going to eat you. That's going to eat you up. Right. And it's the, the guys, the, the, the people who, who turn down the knowledge and when they get this, the secret knowledge this powerful knowledge and they don't use it, you know, those are the people that have the, the most regrets in their life. Right. So for me, it's about making the most of every opportunity and seizing the moment. Right. And every moment is a chance to become a better person. So, I mean, if, you, if you're saying that, like, that's, that's if, if you're saying that there's like, you know, a point where, you know, you, you're developing your mindset too much, I mean, that doesn't, you, you can't really reach that point because you're just becoming the best pers- possible person you can be. And everything, everyone should be on a mission to, to become the best person that they can be. It's almost an obligation to yourself, right? Like, why would you want to put yourself down and not learn? And like not yeah. do it. Well, I think it comes down to it is like everyone wants to feel good, everyone wants to be happy. And I think maybe developing your mindset is maybe a route to get there. I think I think developing your mindset is a route for everyone to get there. That's the that's the most powerful thing about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Is is mindset But also there's I think there's another side of that which is you have when you do develop your mindset, Keith is there a part of it where you have to take action too? Like, cause you could be like totally zenned out and not, you don't want to be the guy who like lives in a cave, like totally well, isolated. Cause what's the point just, of life then? You could just like, yeah, but mindset isn't just thought like you're like mindset. Isn't just opinion. It's, it's all encompassing like your mindset while you're taking action, your mindset while you're like, if, like it's every part of it. It's not oh, just the okay. up. It's not just the, the 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 formulating the plot. It's the action too. Yeah. Right. It's it's your mindset. It's not just your mindset when you're planning, or just your mindset when you're meditating, dude. It's your mindset every waking moment in every situation that you're faced with. That's the tool you have. Is your mindset. That's the thing you have in every situation. And the thing is, is it's the same one. Like, it's the same one. Right? So you're always developing it. But you only have one. You only have one mindset. Yeah, you only have one brain. You only have one brain. Right? So the one you used 10 minutes ago is the same one you're using now. But you can change it and mold it and shape it and it can be better. Right? So it's like you, you only have the one mindset, but every time you use it, it can be different. And it can be built up better. And, and the thing is, is you can't put it down. 
You can't like you can try and ignore it, but you're still gonna be using it all the time. It's there. It's mm-hmm. you'd mind it like I'm like you're gonna have it. It's, you can't put it down. It's <laughs> yeah, there. It's stuck, it's, dude. Yeah. It's stuck. You're stuck with it. So you yeah. might as well. You might build as well it. build it up. Yeah. yeah, I see what you mean now. Well, uh, I guess I'll end the podcast there, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna once again. I'm gonna want to thank Keith for doing this podcast with me. Uh, he'll be on here multiple times. We'll get him back on soon. But I just want to pass it over to Keith yeah. for some words of wisdom. Yeah, you guys, definitely, if you guys are, you know, interested in expanding your mindset, um, creating an indomitable mindset, unshakable, so that you're able to take on any challenge you have in life, um, definitely check out some of my content on my personal Facebook page, um, Keith Newman YYC, you can find that on Facebook, um, and if you got time, dude, come check out the Mindset Mastery Mastermind, the collaborative mastermind, the collaborative mastermind, you guys, we're going to be putting together... Um, a group of 12 people we're, we're going to work together and all of us are just going to come on the other side with the best possible mindset we could possibly have for 2019 so we can make 2019 the best year yet there you go alright thanks buddy thanks man awesome man alright guys take care all right. thank you for having me Jeremy Jeremy from the Zenfulness Podcast with Keith and we'll see you later